What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. I'm Alex. And today we have a very special guest. Who is it? Yes, Kayla. (laughs) Kayla is the creator of Kayla in the City, a blog that inspires people to work out and find the healthiest version of themselves. You can find her all over the city teaching different fitness classes at Y7 and Core Power Yoga. Welcome, Kayla. Welcome, Kayla. How's it going? It's good. Minus my raspy voice, but we'll make it work. Same here. Part of of the hustle, you know? (laughs) Yes. Also, fall is upon us, so I mean, probably a little bit of that too. I mean, it's been a struggle since summer. <laughs> I think my voice is just like tired, but it's okay. Making it work. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you yeah. guys. Um, okay. Well, let's. Um, oh my god, my voice. Let's count how many times my voice cracks during yeah. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, wait, real quick. How did you guys meet? Um, we met at Core Power Yoga. Yes, we yeah. both teach. We teach back-to-back classes, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. So we have a nice little 30-minute hangout time every yeah. week. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah, I go to her class often because it's right before mine. So Nice. Nice little sweat before I teach. Everyone at Core Power has like their regular voice and then their Core Power voice. Their teaching voice? Yeah. A little, yeah, I find... I definitely have a teaching voice. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me a little Can you give me a little sample of what your teaching voice sounds like? <laughs> no, because it's really loud. I feel like it's kind of like when I sing full out and like people be like, why don't you sing for me? And I'm like, because it's like full out and just like aggressive. I don't know how to not sing amazingly <laughs> no I mean not even that like I won't even pretend that and like, yeah. even when I was like actually singing in my previous life but like as a teacher I feel like you just like summon it up and yeah. then just do it yeah so I don't even really know how I sound except for like when I like take a second and I'm like oh yeah I talk really loud yeah. and it's like a inflated version of my voice yeah inflated okay i do i when i teach like cross crossfit and sculpt i pretty much have the same voice it's just much louder and a different volume but i do know that when i teach yoga i think i go down a little i like turn my volume down a little bit and my i like octave that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Turn the octave down a little bit. Yeah, I'd bit. agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. I have a different voice at Y7, and, like, it's something I'm really working on. Is yeah. They're like, you need to be quieter at parts. And I'm like, what? I don't. Okay. Well, it's a, I'm like, I literally don't know how to be quiet. Like, I, yeah. my mom always jokes, like, I grew up in a loud family. Uh. And, like, you had to be really loud in order to be heard whatsoever. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and... Yeah, so it's something I definitely have to really think about. My voice in a Y7 class versus Core Power. Yeah. Which I teach Sculpt at Core Power, which is <clears throat> all amped energy, up all yeah. the time, minus like one small section of it. Whereas Y7, there's these ebbs and flows of mm-hmm. kind of going from like a low to a high three different times. Yeah. So like if I don't differentiate that in my voice, I'm just screaming the whole time. Right. Yeah. Right. I wonder if just turning the volume down on music would force you to be a little quieter. Yeah, that's something I've been playing around with playlists to be like, okay, yeah. I need to use quieter Calming, music yeah. so I get less hyped. And then <laughs> it's like, this is like what I get in my like feedback stuff. They're like, maybe you should use quieter music so you like yeah. don't start at a 10. Yeah. <laughs> so it's something I'm working on as a yoga teacher. Yeah. 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 Okay. I've never been to a Y7 class, but I'm going to come soon. Come, come take. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. <laughs> come hang. Hey. Um, okay, well, let's dive into Wednesday Wisdom. Wednesday Wisdom. Who wants oh, to go first? You want to start us off, Corey? No, go for it. Because <laughs> you got to think of one? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to start us yeah, off? Yeah, I came prepared. I'm okay. Like, yeah. I'm, like a, you, I'm sure you I'm did. I'm such a teacher. Corey never set. becomes prepared. <laughs> well, I was like, oh my God, I need to think of this stuff. Okay. <laughs> so my, was it Wednesday Wisdom? Yeah. So I just got a Nespresso machine, Ooh. and it came with one of the little 
milk frothers. Oh, and yeah. I learned Fancy. that you can make a matcha latte in yes. the milk frother. Yes. And so it's been what I've been drinking this week. And Yum. I'm like pretty psyched about it because I didn't realize that was the thing you can do in it. So yeah. I've been making bomb ass matcha lattes in there. Yeah. So get yourself an espresso machine. Yeah. And the milk frother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the does it have a wand or does it so just... So it's like a, a canister. Okay. And you pour the milk in it and it like sits on like a little heating thing. I don't even know how it works, but it whirls the milk oh, and nice. froths it. Amazing. And if you just put the matcha powder in, yeah. it will like do it all in one for you. It's yeah. kind of like if you think about it, Starbucks or wherever where they're like yeah. put it under the nozzle. Mm-hmm. It's that, but I guess like on the bottom it's heating it. Yeah. yeah. It works magically. That's awesome. I, but I think the wand would do the same thing too. Yeah. When I f- first started getting into matcha, I told Corey, I can't wait until we live in a normal size apartment and I can get you an espresso machine mm-hmm. so I, I can, can have the I mean, wand. I have a, my <laughs> kitchen is way smaller than your guys's and I have a mini one. Like I literally bought it knowing that like the counter mm. space in my kitchen is yeah. non-existent. So yeah. I was right. like, okay, we're going to... We're going to buy the tiniest thing I can get. Yeah. And like right now, the milk frother is like on top of my toaster for storage. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. Um, side note, my the boss, uh, my, my boss at the gym I teach at <laughs> uh, just bought an Instapot mm. for the gym what because he's that? there so much that he wants to be able to have food so he can throw stews or whatever he wants. And he was showing me it's. From what I understand, I don't know too much about it, but from what I understand, it's like a it's a pressure cooker and a crock pot in one. That's what I've been. I have a lot of friends <clears throat> who like are posting yeah. instant pot recipes, and I'm like, I mean, I already have a slow cooker, and like, I don't even have room to store that. In my yeah, right. yeah. I was, I but I was looking at apparatus. the I was looking at the booklet that he that has mm-hmm. a bunch of recipes. <laughs> I, I don't my mind was blown and it's fast is the thing too that's why my mind was blown a whole sweet potato you can cook in four minutes it takes 40 minutes in the oven and then what was the other one? Oh, so i don't like to buy canned beans mm-hmm. i like to soak them and then cook them and dried in the instapot garbanzo beans which usually takes me almost three hours 20 minutes that's crazy <laughs> what? worth it just for that oh my god i need one in my life <laughs> but where am i gonna put it yeah <laughs> new york lose, city struggle you is gotta real. add where something or take away it? something i know but that's the thing is i feel like i use everything in my you kitchen you definitely do we have i do we have rigged that kitchen except for some of the baking stuff because i don't bake that often but but still, when you do I, bake you still need i still it. need is it this, that's for yeah. me is the issue oh Maybe this should be my Wednesday wisdom. <laughs> this is New York City problems. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, what do you mean? There's just plenty of counter space for all my stuff. Yeah. No, not mine. Um, okay. My Wednesday wisdom is uh, something that I have been, um, one of my intentions that I have this month is to stop body checking. Ooh. And it's something that I never knew there was a term for it. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically... It's not a hockey term? Nope, it's not. It's not different than shoulder checking, okay. different than... Is that what body okay, checking? Yeah, body is checking, the, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm never going to stop body checking you. Oh! Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're Good. just like, no. Good one. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Um, but body checking is... Basically, just 
I don't want to say obsessive because I was I don't think I was obsessive, but obsessively looking at yourself to check your progress. But I don't do it. It's not like I'm I stand in front of the mirror. What would happen was if I'm like changing my clothes and there's a mirror in front of me, I would like in a stop to look or if I'm when it would happen sometimes. Now I'm forgetting like when I never noticed you do but we have a mirror which is what's weird is like I was like because I don't really do it or I'll do it in the bathroom and I'll just like look at my quote unquote progress which you're not no one's changing overnight like what the hell am I looking at and I recognized that it was not a healthy pattern for me and I didn't know what to call it or what to do and so I was like okay I'm gonna stop doing this and then um, Lee from America who I follow on Instagram wrote a whole blog post about it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's what it's called, body checking. So, hmm. cold turkey. That's awesome. Good so, for you. Good for yeah. you. I think Thanks. I remember you posted about it on social media and I had read the yeah. blog post as well before that. And it was definitely like a light bulb moment for me. I'm yeah. just like, this behavior that I was doing and I didn't even like think of as a negative behavior because mm-hmm. it's just like something I've done since... Since high school, like, I remember yeah. doing that in the mirror in my bedroom, same mm-hmm. thing. Right. And having, like, a name to it and being like, why is this this weird thing that... Yeah. And I don't think it's just a female thing, but I do think it's a thing a lot of females do. And it's like, yeah. we don't... We... There was never... And I don't know if she possibly named it that. I don't even yeah. know. But, like, now that there's, like, a name to it and it's like, oh, this is, like, not just something I do. Yeah. This is something a yeah. lot of people do. That was definitely very eye-opening for me yeah. after yeah. reading that. Yeah, I think I men and women body check differently too. Like mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and I'm like, whoa, like looking at my muscle. I'm like, I'm not that fat. Like I'm not that chunky. Yeah. Whereas I, from what I understand, the majority of the time when on average, when a woman looks in the mirror, she like sees things that she hates. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see things I hate too. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it like, depends though. Like there are moments yeah. when I'm teaching and at Corvara, we have a mirror in front of us. Yeah. And, and the like, lights and are my all arms, good. And my, my arms look good. Yeah. And like in my head, I'm like, okay. The yeah. And then are... it could be this exact opposite yeah. literally yeah. the next day about yeah. the same body part. Yeah. So I think it really like. Totally. Depends. Totally. On yeah. What I think I'm seeing in the mirror. Yeah. Like, not even what the reality of it is. Yeah. Because one day to the other, I could see the same body part. Totally. Totally different. I've seen yeah. those memes all over the internet where it's like, girl looking in the mirror and she's like saying all these negative things and then it's a guy who's like, who yeah. sees this big buff <laughs> guy but it's actually just like a fat bald guy. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, but for me it was when, yes, of course, like, and I hate that we have mirrors at Core Power because yeah. at uh, the CrossFit gym we don't have mirrors. That's, that's not what CrossFitters do. Um, so that was a struggle for me to... And the way Core Power wants you to teach is to the mirror, everyone else. And I usually turn around to face them. Yeah. Personally, I just think that's more personable. Yeah. But I understand why, because you can see them and that makes you... Anyway, um, so I have been looking in the mirror a lot and my eyes naturally go towards me. Um, but it's it's stupid things. Like if I pass the mirror, I'll like lift my shirt up to quote unquote check my progress. I'm like... That I'm laughing because I do not, it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's, I recognize it as an unhealthy pattern for myself. Yeah. And, um. It's good. I, I, I'm not going to tell anyone to do or don't like, I, I don't know what my Wednesday wisdom is. If it's don't body check or I guess maybe just have the conversation with yourself. If you are finding yourself looking in the mirror and most of the thoughts are negative, maybe you need to take a different approach and yeah try things out yeah i mean i can kind of piggyback on that for wednesday wisdom i um uh, my wednesday wisdom is surround yourself with uh good people and invest in those good people because um like for example 
um, my very close friend and business partner, Nathan, yesterday on my desk left me um, a little oil thing of eucalyptus and a waterproof notebook, you know, because I was like, you know, I needed a new notebook and I had like told him like off hand someday. And I've like really been going through some crazy emotional stuff and he noticed it. And um, I had told him like he'd been taking some photos of me for things and i was like dude i've had this same zit on my face for like no joke like a month like it just keeps coming back so he got me like a little eucalyptus he's like you can put it on at night and like it'll totally help your skin and he's like in the notebook is for you to write things down because i know you're going through some stuff and so like like rewind like a couple of weeks ago his boyfriend moved to los angeles and like i just like got him a plant i was like yeah here's a plant like i know yeah um you know whatever and uh it's just when you surround yourself with people and you like invest in those relationships more times than not i found that like when you're kind of going through something even though if you're not telling people what you're going through like they can pick up on it and you even though like we didn't even have a conversation about what's going on it's just like look i know you're going through i know you're working a lot like this is for you so that was like really special for me just because i've been like really struggling emotionally with some stuff that's going on so i was just like this is amazing like thank you so much i'm so grateful so surround yourself with good people. Amen. Yeah. 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 Sorry to get all downer there. He <clears throat> was downer. Was I, all, I, yeah. I may have started that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, so give us a quick little overview of Kayla in the city, how you came to New York. Um, I love that you posted the other day that you are officially a New Yorker. Congratulations. Thank you. Because you've been here for 10, ten more years. than 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here 10 years. So I moved to New York City 10 years ago to attend college. Um, I went to NYU's Tisch School of the Arts for theater. So I moved here when I was 18. Uh, I kind of always thought I was going to live in New York City, that I grew up an hour away from the city in Westchester in the suburbs, grew up going to the city all the time for theater. Um, And a lot of my friends from sleepaway camp lived here. So I just kind of grew up always knowing that I was meant to live in a city. Yeah not in the suburbs. Um, so I went to college for theater. And while I was in college, I actually started Kayla in the City, my health and wellness blog. And it just kind of started. I was starting to get really into the idea of potentially pursuing fitness as a career. Gotcha. And um, because of that, I was feeling kind of lonely about my own fitness journey because none of my friends cared about working out oh um, yeah I mean, like, musical what, theater kids i mean like what 21 year old was like going to yoga before right, class right. but like wow. that's what i was doing that was I my was. life you were we would have been <laughs> friends in college and so i started like i don't know i was like google searching one day and realized that fitness blogs were a thing i think i stumbled upon my first fitness blog looking for reviews of a class i was going to take at crunch gyms because i was a member of crunch in college okay and I just, like, stumbled upon this world of fitness blogs, and I, like, became obsessed with them. And I've always loved writing, so I was like, oh, I could do this, too. Cool. So I just started it kind of on a whim my senior year of college, and unlike many things in my life, I've stuck with it. That's cool. <laughs> it's grown into a lot more. Um, so you went to school for theater? I did. Very cool. Any role in college that you really enjoyed? Um, I mean, I went to like a weird experimental theater program oh, within okay. NYU. I was at Playwrights, if anyone listening like knows the different studios at NYU. So I don't think I was in any plays in which anyone would know would the be, characters. Yeah. Like you um, weren't in like Annie or something. No, I wish. Like that was my dream role <laughs> growing up as a semi-redheaded girl. Yeah. Um, but my senior year, I got to be part of a musical theater program in which 
musicals were developed for us, essentially. So I got to work with this incredible musical theater writer who graduated the year above me. And it was, like, kind of cool to essentially have, like, a role kind of written for you and be part of that developmental process. That's amazing. So that was a lot of fun. Um, But otherwise, just in, like, weird, obscure shows. Yeah. (laughs) I hang out with a ton of, I mean, almost exclusively musical theater graduates. (laughs) So... Yeah. Uh, I've his gotten, business partner is a musical yeah, theater Yeah, he grad. went to Emerson. Oh, nice. So, like, yeah, a lot of the people I hang out with are, like, went to Emerson. It's so funny. I was at, like, an event, and someone's like, oh, you went to Emerson, right? I was like, no. I didn't <laughs> just assume. No. <laughs> proxy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, that's awesome. So, so you started this fitness blog, and um, what is it, like, what does it focus on? What's your kind of... Yeah, when you started Kayla in the City, what did you, what were your thoughts of why you created it and what you wanted it to become or did you just start it because you wanted to write um I think I definitely just started it because I wanted it to write I was not one of those people that was like I mean one influencer was not even a term then but it wasn't like I'm gonna be a wellness influencer like no I was just like really kind of people started coming to me asking for advice about fitness and wellness and just like how and like what are you doing so like I wanted a place to kind of share that um, kind of like an accountability aspect as well of like encouraging me to try new recipes mm-hmm. at that point. This was almost seven years ago now. Like no one knew what almond milk was. Like the <laughs> fact that like I was drinking non-dairy milk was like, yeah. what is this? Madness? Yeah. So I just kind of wanted a place to like really talk about the things I was trying, the things I was doing. And now it's definitely become less like super specific wellness and fitness and just more like overall the journey I've been on now as someone focusing on teaching as a main part of my career um just kind of wellness in a more holistic sense I oftentimes say I'm just like self-care reading as a part of that essential oils all that goodness and then just like also mixed in with like random other stuff I want to talk about Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't consider myself super niche but overall I'm definitely a wellness blogger still cool yeah awesome um, <laughs> um, and then, so after grad or after undergrad, mm-hmm. you graduated with your BFA in right? theater, BFA yeah. in theater. Um, what were you doing after? Cause I know that you just graduated from grad school. I did. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. And it's not in theater. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite the, quite the multifaceted <laughs> career. I mean, it takes like six years to get from the undergrad to the grad school story. Um, But when I graduated undergrad, um, like I said, I started this fitness blog. And um, at the end of the semester at my program, we would have this like sit down talk with all of our teachers. I think they're called conferences. I forget. But basically, you'd, like, sit in a circle with all your teachers. And freshman year, it was like a firing squad. Like, you were on the other side of the room. They were all, like... 10 feet away from you, like, talking at you. And then, but by senior year, we were, like, sitting on the couch drinking tea together. And it was, like, this very, like, warm and fuzzy, let's talk about life situation. And my dance teacher had mentioned, like, I, he, like, noticed that I was, like, definitely into, like, the fitness aspects of his dance class. He was, like, I would, in a heartbeat, like, trust you as my personal trainer, as my, like, group fitness instructor. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'd already kind of been thinking about it. Mm. I think at that point I'd already done my Zumba training, which is just, like, a one-day, one-off thing to become a Zumba instructor. Because in the year 2012, Zumba was... Boom. Was the thing. And now it doesn't really exist. And that was definitely a waste of money. But uh, right out of college, I got hired by a gym to be a personal trainer. 
So I started training for my personal training exam. Um, I became a NASM certified personal trainer and also did my AFAA group fitness instructor certification. And I spent that first year out of college working a million and one odd jobs in the fitness industry and not really actually teaching or personal training. I was working front desk at a big fitness studio, mm-hmm. um, doing a little like freelance writing here and there for big name people that like now are not actually big name people. Um, I like had one or two clients that I would train one off. And that first year out of college really sucked. I was struggling. And so at the end of that year, I decided to go back to school for the first time to become a physical therapist because it kind of seemed, it seemed like the obvious choice at that time. I think a lot of fitness people, dancers and theater majors Mm -hmm. that want to be not more than a personal trainer, but like are struggling with that potentially fitness life and like don't want to be working on a gym floor hustling to get clients, which yeah. is yeah. so not my yeah, style. Totally. Um, they go back to become a PT. So I started doing the prerequisites for that at NYU's post-bac program. And in the middle of that, I actually got approached by a fitness startup, ClassPass, who at that point was a teeny tiny startup, and I was hired on as employee number five. Wow. They found me on my Twitter account, um, (laughs) who says you can't get a job on social media. Um, So they first hired me part-time while I was still in school, and then basically were like, we can take you on full-time if you're interested in that. So I dropped the physical therapy (laughs) idea and started working in marketing and kind of found a way for myself in social media and marketing. And after class pass, I continued to work at small companies doing social media. Um, And then what ended up happening was the teeny tiny fitness fashion company I was working at could no longer afford to keep me on as a full-time employee. Mm -hmm. We were only a team of three people. I liked working on small teams. It was, I always liked that. Yeah. startup atmosphere sure. and so I lost my job and I just taken the GMATs because I've been thinking about going to business school but I wasn't right. 100% sure so I kind of took it as a sign that like maybe I should apply to business school instead of two additional jobs so I applied to business school I did my yoga teacher training a month after I lost my job and then literally the day after I finished yoga teacher training I found out I got into school cool. to get my um, master's of social media and mobile marketing wow. at um, the Lubin School of Business here in New York City Jeez. so <laughs> yeah seriously Holy I've done smokes. a lot people are like yeah. you've had a lot of jobs yeah. and I'm like you probably think I'm about six years younger than I am because I look like I'm in my very early 20s. Yeah. But also, like, in I was a theater major. Like, what else was I going to do after college? Right, right, right. Um, so I spent the last two years getting my master's degree and also teaching yoga and kind of building up the Kayla in the City all through that and my teaching side hustle as well. Wow. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't like to sit still. How has how has going to school for social media and mobile marketing made you a better blogger? Um I'll admit in some ways it not that it hasn't, but like I was definitely like a diligent student beforehand that like I knew how to use my Google Analytics, I knew all my social media tools. I think it definitely made me think about it in a slightly different, more business strategy kind of way um trying to think of like anything like 
Like, this did is it like force the... you to like identify goals or like like did you have yeah, to? Yeah, like... I'm curious because like what I mean, you started this blog as kind of like a, a, yeah. an outlet. Like, did you set a concrete goal for yourself? Um, like... I mean, by the time I was going back to school, I'd already been blogging for four years, mm-hmm. so I was already making money off the blog and was monetizing and building. And my how brand are you in making money off the blog? So I do freelance writing. Um, so I do sponsored posts oftentimes, okay. um, both on Instagram and the blog that uh, companies reach out to me, and if they're a good fit for my brand and what I do. So like recently, I partnered with um, an essential oils company to talk mm-hmm. about their amazing oils and their diffuser, and mm-hmm. it really depends on the nature of the partnership. But sometimes I create like true content for them, whether it's like a yoga flow or something like that. Mm-hmm. Other times it's like a. I try not to do straight up reviews because I don't find that very interesting. Right. But just of like integrating certain products into your life. Yeah. So I've been doing, that's been a part of blogging for a little while for me now, like probably two years once I got going. Um, I think business school, the big thing it offered me was the chance to pause my life for two years and really learn from like the act of going to business school a lot about myself. Like I was reminded, like, when you put your mind to something, you can do it. Like, I took my first math class since senior year of high school mm-hmm. yeah. and, like, cried my way through it, bitched and yeah. moaned, but then I got an A. Like, I worked hard and did it. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot about doing group projects because in business school, every freaking class is a group project. So uh-huh. I learned a lot about – I never thought this about myself because in undergrad, I think I spent a lot of time being – very meek and timid just in a intense theater program just feeling like not that everyone was better than me but like I didn't always felt like I deserved to be there but in business school I liked to be the head bitch in charge and like <laughs> all yeah. group projects and it definitely yeah. for me was like okay so you might not be able to like go back to working under someone in like a very lower role just because I liked to be in charge and calling right. the shots and like yeah. so I think for me a lot of the learning in business school was definitely more from the like act of living it out as opposed yeah. to the like sitting in class and studying. Right, right. Interesting. Wow. What, what's your sign? I'm a Taurus. Okay. You're, Alex <laughs> is a Gemini. Yeah. Stubborn. You're very, very. No, uh, but I think if um, my sister is um, a Ayurvedic health counselor, mm-hmm. and so she's always telling me how pitta I am and listening to you talk. <laughs> I mean, look at our red hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm listening to you talk and hearing Erica in my head saying "pitta, pitta, pitta." <laughs> oh no, I'm definitely a pitta. Yeah, um, which we learned about in my yoga teacher training from Robin Euclid, actually. Oh, that's she like funny. came to do our talk on that. Um, I mean, my boyfriend's always like, "You're so intense." Like that is like my <laughs> defining quality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard people describe my wife as, as intense. Yeah, we are who we are. Yeah. yeah, I don't get that though. I get like the loving. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't see it sometimes. Sometimes I do, but. But I don't think intense has to be a negative connotation. I'm not, I'm not saying it like, I mean, you're, I mean, you're, I don't, I guess I would I can describe love you, you as intense. Yeah. I see you as just like more like driven. It's just more of like a, she, well, and she never stopped. Driven that's, as I was saying, well, that's the other word. through math and got an A. Yeah. That's driven. like the other. I always, before like job interviews, used to ask my mom and my boyfriend, like, I'm like, okay, those, like, cliche interview questions of, like, words to describe you, your, like, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And both of them are always like, well, you're very intense and driven. I'm like, yes, tell me something. My mom's like, since kindergarten, that was, like, what was on your... That's so funny. Yeah. Um, That's funny. um, One of the blog posts you recently uh, posted about was 
myths to um, what it's like to be a full-time fitness instructor, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed because uh, there are definitely misconceptions. Jude, can you not climb over (laughs) everything right now? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, bud. (laughs) Matt. <laughs> He's just gonna come around and jump, yeah, jump right back. Probably up. just gonna jump right back up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, re- I really, I really liked that because it's people do think that we get to just hang out and work out all the time, and um, no, it's not <laughs> that at all. No, um, but that's I was not it. Wondering what do you consider blogging to be your full time, or do you consider teaching to be your full time, or is it kind of even? I mean, as far as purely money goes, if we're looking at, like, where does most of my income come from, as of right now, it's from teaching. I think it can kind of ebb and flow if I have, like, a big partnership or, like, I've been doing some freelance writing on the side, so that's picking up to some extent. I don't consider myself a full-time instructor in the sense that, like, I am not making the same salary as I was before I went to grad school from teaching. Mm -hmm. Like, I am hopefully working my way up there, and that's something that I'm definitely really nervous about to be honest and that's why I'm really open about it is as you can hear from my voice like (laughs) being a yoga teacher definitely takes a toll on you um I'm a fitness instructor in general and I teach both a more traditional yoga class at Y7 and a more hyped up fitness class at uh core power their sculpt class so I'm definitely learning as far as okay what is the maximum amount of classes I can teach without Losing my mind, mm-hmm. losing my voice, and hurting my body. And I'm definitely trying to figure that out right now yeah. and how to make all of that work. And then um, I still do really love blogging and that stuff on the side. One of the issues with blogging is it's not consistent money. Right. That I'll have months mm-hmm. where I make more money than I've made like the entire rest of the year combined. Yeah. So it's definitely these ebbs and flows and you can't necessarily rely on the hope that a partnership is going to come in or pan out. Um, So I'm definitely trying to figure that out as far as like what is the perfect balance of doing both these things that I really love and that do complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. um, But without destroying my body in the process. Totally. Totally. I'm going to get him out of here real quick. All good. Um, Yeah. I, I feel that way when I first started um, my blog as well. And Corey and I have talked about this. Um, about when he started his, his business is it is an ebb and flow and you have mm-hmm. to learn when to ride the, like you just have to ride the wave yeah. and you learn when to save a little <laughs> <laughs> and just how, how to work with it. But that was definitely challenging and which is why I like that I teach classes because then I know. And that's more consistent. It's consistent and I know at least if shit falls out here, you have that. at least I yeah. have this to fall back on. And I think that for me is definitely some of it of the consistency of teaching. Yeah. Granted, um, at some studios you get paid per head, whereas others you get yeah. paid a flat rate. And I, I feel like I'm very open about this because these were things that I had no idea when I was starting. Yeah. And even when I was like kind of getting my feet wet six years ago, like no one was telling me about like yeah, the reality is how many classes you need to teach a week to make it your full-time gig. Yeah. Like, no one was just, like, talking about these things. Yeah. Which is why I'm really open about it because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, not that I'm shameless, but, like, kind of. (laughs) Um, But it's true. I think that's something I really do like about teaching is it's consistent money. Also, I love it. And as someone who was a performer, it's definitely, like, gives me that vibe of being on stage and being performative. 
Um, so in that sense, I do. And also creative by creating your playlist and creating your series and yeah. Oh my gosh, Jude, you are in for one today. Jeez Louise. He really likes you, I think. I have this theory that I like cats, like cats like me, but I don't like cats so much. Like anywhere, like my boyfriend's cat at his family's house will like do circles around me. (laughs) My friend's cat who I stay with in LA and I'm just like... I Can they like that, smell that I'm like not a cat I've person? Heard that it's an if it's a, it's like an energy thing. If you are just not interested in them, all of then a they're like they're give really me. They're needy. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, then what's what is your favorite part? I guess least and most favorite part about both teaching and blogging. Okay, least and most favorite part. I'll start with this the downers first for each. And yeah. Then, and yeah. Positive yeah. That's good. Um. My least favorite part about blogging. Um. I guess there's two things. One is being a one-woman show, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't have a team. I, yeah. like, do everything myself. I'm answering emails. I'm uh, negotiating for myself contracts. Yeah. I am my own business advisor. I'm everything. Yeah. Right. I'm oftentimes my own photographer with my tripod, <laughs> or I'm bossing around the boyfriend to take yeah. photos of me. And so in that sense, it's definitely hard when I've had to learn a lot of things that like I had no idea in some ways I joke that like I learned more from blogging than business school just because <laughs> right I had to figure out how to use google analytics yeah. and how do you invoice someone and just yeah. Yeah. running a really small business yeah um the other thing which is kind of a social media thing in general is definitely the competition and sometimes fakeness of it that mm-hmm. and that's something I'm definitely trying to separate myself of surrounding myself <laughs> with people in the community that I don't feel competitive with but instead feel collaborative with mm-hmm. and really trying to boost them up as opposed to take them down. I mean, there's definitely a lot of fakeness going on as far as inflating counts on social media. Sure, oh yeah. So it can be frustrating to be like, I've been putting my head I've down this and, at this for yeah. six years. And like people will be like, how do you grow fast? And I'm like, I've been at this for six years. Like yeah. I, this, my, this Instagram launched before Instagram was like really a thing. Yeah. And like yeah. it's been, so in that sense, that's definitely one of the negatives. Um, but on the positive side of blogging, mm-hmm. um, definitely the people I've met from it as well. I've met one of my absolute best friends from Instagram, from a picture I posted. Really? Yeah. This is actually a crazy story. And shout out to Leslie if you're listening. Um, I posted a picture on my parents' roof. My parents have an apartment in the city. And I get an email from someone. She's like, I don't mean to be a creeper, but I know that building. That's the building I grew up in. And my parents still live there. Her brother still lives there as well. And she was like, do you want to like, get coffee and go to a workout sometime? Oh my gosh, and I was like, I don't know. Okay. I'm like, we hit it <laughs> off. weirdo and on the roof. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I guess it like, wasn't. I was like, okay. I mean, I like meet up with people from the internet all the time. Sure, like, that doesn't sure. even face yeah, yeah, yeah. me anymore. Totally. And I forget that like, oh yeah, that's like an internet friend of mine. Not right, like a, right. someone I went to high school with. Yeah. But anyways, um, Leslie and I ended up hitting it off. And then we ended up uh, creating a business together. We do events we don't have. We only have one event planned for in December, um, but we've hosted like over fifty events together. Whoa. And we met on Instagram. She actually just texted me, That's so awesome. she's like one of my closest friends. Aww. So people like that that I've met, who either whether they're also bloggers as well, or just people when they reach out to me and they're like, "You inspired me to take my first yoga class," or like yeah. to try X, Y, and yeah. Z. Like that to me makes it all worth it. If yeah. I wrote something that resonated with even one person, I'm like, yeah. okay, That's cool. that was like worth any time energy that went into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then on the <clears throat> teaching side, my least favorite part is waking up early, <laughs> um, which I don't do as much anymore. I gave up a lot of my 6 a.m. classes. Good for you. Um, 
I think just the scheduling of it can definitely be rough as far as like... Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I taught a 6 a.m. class in the morning and then a 7.45 p.m. class at night. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just a long day yep. to like keep the energy yeah. going. Yeah. Um, my favorite part is definitely when people come up to you after a class and they're like, oh my God, thank you. I so needed that. Or like yeah. something like that. Because I know I've definitely been that person in a fitness class of like... When life was shitty and, like, yeah. all I was looking forward to was my Friday afternoon class at Uplift. And, yeah. like, nice. that yeah. was, like, what I – and, like, to me, to give even a fraction of that back, I'm yeah. like, it's very full circle for me. Yeah. And, yeah. like, those are the moments that definitely totally. keep me going even when I'm tired at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the early morning, she's been doing that forever. Like, there was a while there yeah. where you were getting up at 345 like, all the time. 5 a.m. class. Oof. That's – oh, my God. I'm like, who works out at 5? But I'm like, I know people that work oh, out at 5 a.m. Yeah. The but they're the best people. Yeah. I mean, I miss my 6 a.m. crew so much. They're yeah. like the best people. But yeah. when school my, ended, I, I miss was my like, morning crew so peace bad. out. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. out, guys. I yeah. can't do this anymore. <laughs> Putting in park. Um, <laughs> what advice would you have for anyone that's thinking of uh, starting a blog or like wants to, I mean, this is, you know, wants to become an influencer, I guess. Uh, but anyone that's like looking to start a blog, how do they, what advice would you give and how do they make themselves stand out? Yeah. I mean, I think it's all about authenticity and I think sure. that's yeah. a thing that when I ask for people feedback of like, why do you follow me? Like, what, <laughs> like, why do you care about my life or anything I have to say? And something I hear back a lot is authenticity. The fact that I'm not afraid to be real. I'm not afraid to voice yeah. my real opinions on things, be it acupuncture, cryotherapy, or like being a yoga teacher yeah um so I think it's like don't try to be someone else just mm-hmm. yeah. be you yeah. like and it can be really hard when you're like trying to figure out and I know for me in the beginning I definitely looked to my favorite bloggers as like a template of how mm-hmm. I should be blogging and like that definitely it was okay but then once I like really learned to like own my own voice I think that is huge and like there's no secret to doing that you just like have to be you and try to like be the way you are in real life on the internet and just who you are yeah and I think the other thing is you got to be passionate and not in it for the money because the truth is like if I was just in it for the money like there are much easier ways to make money than (laughs) posting about my life on social media and writing blog posts about being a yoga teacher totally Um, so, and I do get asked that question of people who are like, I want to make money fast. I'm like, don't don't become a blogger. blogger. You want to make money fast, it's going to take about 10 years of hustle. Yeah. And then then you're like missing out on like, I like to think that the thing that like comes through in my posts is like, I am really passionate about yoga. Like I genuinely enjoy working out and like doing the things that I do in the wellness sphere. So I think if you don't have that passion driving you and just like, want to share that yeah then it's eventually gonna bite you in the ass if you're just in it for for monies yeah. well i mean you see some of those people that have like those inflated counts like mm-hmm. they'll have like 20 30 50 000 followers and like 50 likes on a post and yeah I'm like something's going on here i mean i will say there is some weirdness on social media now as far as instagram algorithm like for me i have something i I'm, like, really blunt, but I struggle with this, is once you put hashtag sponsored on a post, Instagram's, like, showing no. it to no one. Like, yeah. like keep it away. Um, yeah. So I know for me, I definitely still focus on 
comments and like what's going on behind the scenes too yeah. so i will say that that like you can also conflate likes too as a thing so like yeah. if you really want to like deep dive on people it's like go through their comments see what kinds of comments they're getting yeah like, if you want to get like real dirty with like social media yeah. i know this because i've had to like do social media outreach at jobs before For sure. just like that's kind of where you like really see the like yeah how are people interacting yeah. with you i mean i'm in the business of creating content for mm-hmm. social media but not posting or interacting with it like I, once it's i make it it's gone. you're like no longer my problem yeah, yeah. and i mean it, i for the first time read comments on something that we did it's like i wouldn't say it went viral but it had like a hundred had like it's approaching like a hundred thousand views in like less than a week I mean, which huge. is cool but like some of the comments i'm just like on what, what which one on um i don't know uh, on, i'll say it charlie rosen's 8-bit mario why wouldn't you say it yeah i was like i don't know what, but all the comments are overwhelmingly positive <laughs> but there's people that are like this shit's super fake it's dumb i hate it and you're like why, wait a minute <laughs> yeah. like what like wait it's it's literally just minute. musicians playing mario yeah, yeah. like what <clears throat> what like i just and so that's why i'm like oh i remember now i don't like reading comments because people are silly and like dumb and and but but yeah i mean that's um i do enjoy like uh sometimes i'll enjoy like when people say really funny things in comments i'm like really into it but i don't really (laughs) dive that deep but i feel like with anything social media related there's just always going to be uh, those haters and I had a, mm-hmm. a talk with the same guy yesterday because I was dropping off some footage for him and he was like we're talking about the the comments and I've heard celebrities who have called people out on social media where mm-hmm. like people be like oh uh, whatever Brad Pitt like you're dumb and like maybe not Brad Pitt but like <laughs> he'll respond and be like yo like that's really mean and then the person will be like uh, I'm so okay. sorry like I didn't yeah. mean that I just wanted yeah. you to respond and yeah. it's like that's a terrible yeah. thing yeah. So I'm going to call you, uh, like, a fucking dick, and then you're going to respond to me angrily, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I just wanted you to talk to me. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I it's know. like that child in school that just wants to get a yeah, rise. From... totally. I say this because I know my, like, dad totally was this child. My dad's an amazing guy. Yeah. Love him dearly. But he was totally, like, the middle child that just, like, wanted attention. Yeah. Any way he could get it. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I feel like would, like, negative attention is still attention. Totally. Is a sad truth of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I it just the whole followers thing is it's I enjoy Instagram for what it is because yeah. it's a visual platform, but mm-hmm. I don't really I should dive more into it. I'm this just more new, into making it. This new algorithm thing. is it's awful. It's it awful. Is. I've recently in the last like two weeks I was looking back at some photos. I'm like, oh, oh, I kind of took a dip here. Like I, my last couple photos have not been doing well and I'm like, I'm not changing anything. I'm not doing anything different. And there's like these weird ebbs and flows. Like for me, I go through phases where I'm just like, (laughs) what am I doing different? And like, I'm definitely trying to challenge myself to not be so obsessed with the numbers and metrics, which is hard when it's your business, business. when this is how I charge brands is based on my following count that whenever I hit a new milestone, I know I can up my rates a little bit more too. So it is hard when you're like, I'm running a business, but I'm also like running against a wall with Instagram and the platform. Yeah. And like, I don't necessarily have the answer to like, what do you do about that? Yeah, no. But for me, I'm just like, keep producing the content you want to produce and like, spreading the word that you want to spread. And that's what I told myself this morning. Hopefully, people find you. When I was looking back, I'm like, well, whatever. Here we go. Another best. Make the thing. (laughs) I mean, make it, be authentic, and put out what you want to put out. Yeah. I mean, they'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What does your boyfriend do? 
He is a teacher. He recently finished his master's degree in education. um, And he had worked, he had done like a great leave placement position. And yeah, he's a teacher. Cool. In the city? You guys been dating? Uh, Seven years. Wow. He lives in Westchester. We've been long distance the entire time. Whoa. Um, But yeah, we've been together seven years. Wow. The entire time. Yeah, minus like a summer. He grew up, we grew up in the same town. And, um, and did you know each other then? We vaguely knew each other from high school. Like, okay. I could point him out in a crowd. A peripheral. Like, I went to a pretty small high school, so, like, everyone kind of knew everyone. Sure. Yeah. And I definitely could have known who he was. Um, but we didn't become friends until we worked at the same day camp together, mm. which we ironically both went to as kids. Um, so we met at day camp. We bonded. We started dating at the end of my second summer working there. So we started dating when I was in college, and um, I've lived in the city. He's lived in Westchester. He recently moved about halfway between, like, where we grew up and the city. So he's now, like, a little bit closer, um, but we've been long distance Dang. the whole time. We did three years of long distance. It's mm-hmm. tough. I mean, it's like, yeah. sem- I joke it's semi-long distance. Yeah. He's only an hour away. Yeah, that's not too or bad. Not, he's, like, I guess less than an hour away now, we depending on traffic. We did a six-hour drive. For a ye oh my gosh, my what the cats are nuts today. Yeah, um, we did a, a long distance for a year. It was a six, seven, six hour, six, six seven hour, hour drive. Six hour drive. And then see that's long. Like that would be a lot yeah. more than what I. And then when I transferred um, a, a third time, <laughs> I uh, moved a little bit closer, and then we were about a two two and a half hour drive, which yeah. is still longer. Like yeah. we've only yeah. ever been an hour total, and like yeah. Which also, living in New York, like, it could be the difference of being in Manhattan and yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and because it's my hometown, like, things like Thanksgiving, like, yeah. Yeah. oh, I'd be home for Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. and, like, we can do both families because both our families are yeah. local. And, like, totally. So in that sense, That's we, awesome. like, had that home base. Um, but, yeah, besides, like, our, the summer before I, or summer after I graduated college, we, like, I came back home to work at camp once again. So, like, we had that summer living in the same place. We, like, weren't living together. We are like, living at yeah. our parents' houses separately. Right, right, right. Um, but otherwise, it's just been long distance the entire time. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Well, because this is husband and wife <laughs> talk, I have to ask you a couple more questions yes. about this. I'm always um, happy to talk about it. <laughs> uh, He's okay. Just because, like, we've also, we did, as I mentioned, we did long distance for a while, and we both, we both have total opposite schedules mm-hmm. which I imagine you guys do too if he's mm-hmm. a teacher he has more consistent stuff yeah You're sometimes teaching in the morning in the evening and whatnot um how do you guys make time to connect when you're not apart and do you guys always have a plan like for us we always had a plan as when we were going to mm-hmm. see each other next yeah do you guys do the same um I think because the distance isn't that far we've kind of all along, like, weekends have mainly been together, Mm -hmm. that it's pretty rare for us to be in the same place during the weekday, minus, like, birthdays here and there and, like, holiday weeks and stuff, where we might both be in the city or both be in Westchester together. So, like, in general, we've kind of always protected our weekends to be together. And so even with teaching, like, I teach an 8 a.m. class on Saturday mornings so that I can work out after that and come home and get brunch with him right after. Cool. And like, yeah. He's just waking up when I get back from nice. yeah. teaching and working out. And that's kind of always been the case because cool. we started dating when I was in college. Um, ironically, right now, I'm like actually not sure if I'm going to see him this weekend. <laughs> we have to figure out 100% the plan because there's a lot of like little things that we're like, well, I have this at this time and this yeah. there. Yeah. So we're like trying to figure out um, if we're going to see each other this weekend. Yeah. Um, I think because the distance isn't that far, 
it's always been easy to like make it work. I yeah. think we're both good about communicating and being like, oh, do we have anything planned for this weekend? Okay, cool. That weekend I have so and so's birthday party, so I have to be here. And yeah, like, we're just like always, or, yeah. yeah. But most weekends, it's usually assumed that we'll be together unless mm-hmm. we have something else going on. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, awesome. I mean, seven years is a long time. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe it in some yeah. ways. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Since well, that was a wee one. I, I remember hitting the seven year mark. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Everyone's like, you don't have the seven year itch? I was like, yeah. what's the seven year itch? <laughs> have you heard about this? No, no one said yeah. it to us. Yeah, no, the seven year itch apparently is when like, if someone's going to get cold feet, that's when you get cold feet. And I was like, that's such bullshit. And I don't like, know why uh-huh. it's like that. But I do, know, I do know a handful of people who have around seven years I mean, I guess it's like a make or break it time as far as like, yeah, but I think it also so. depends on where people are in their and the, life. And the kind mm-hmm. of people. Too. Yeah, that yeah. like, I Yeah, because at seven years, I mean, I believe, and I think Corey would agree, we committed to each other years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And knew like, okay, we're in it for the long yeah. run. Yeah, for sure. So now that we know, what's the rush? Yeah, like, why Let's, are we freaking out? Exactly. Yeah. We didn't get married till our 10 year anniversary. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, I wait, we waited a long time. Uh, but again, for any if of you know, yeah. if you know, why? you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But so, congrats on seven years. Thanks. That's yeah. awesome. We still like each other. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I look at him. I'm like, we're still okay. We still have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, great. it's crazy too because, like, I mean, people change over yeah. that amount of time. You know, like the person who I started dating is, I mean, literally non-existent. We anymore. were yeah. both in college. He's two years younger than me, so he was 19 when we started dating. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we weren't. He was a little teenager. Yeah. yeah. And just of like, <laughs> I was 17 when. Yeah. yeah. Month, uh, like a month before I turned month 17. Before like turned, we yeah. both have gone through like the big life changes like he yeah. he changed his major and like total career trajectory i've done that like five times right, in my right, life right. Yeah, me too. um and just like me too. he's like i'm like the, and the blog and him are like the constants in my life i yeah. joke of like yeah i stuck it out with those two things my yeah. job not so much but yeah. Yeah, other that's things okay. that's all right that's, okay. that's yeah. good though that's awesome sounds like you guys are meant for each other i love that yeah. you guys went to high school together i think that's awesome. yeah it's like funny if yeah like we have every so often we'll be like Oh, you like we've been at concerts, the same concerts as each other, but we like didn't hang out there. We have like a lot of those stuff of like my group of friends from high school kind of became his group of friends Mm -hmm. after to some extent that there was like some overlap as far as like he was a musician, I was a drama club girl. So like our group of friends like kind of collided. Mm -hmm. So there's been like a lot of instances of like being in the same place at the same time, but we just had no connection to each other until um we work together at day camp yeah yeah well, that's funny that's awesome yeah. cool Great. what's his name jeremy jeremy okay shout out to jeremy <laughs> shout out to jeremy uh, okay cool. <laughs> who doesn't know how to listen to podcasts <laughs> it's cool um, no one listens to this anyways stop it don't put that out into the universe <laughs> jerk <laughs> simon is gonna, i'm gonna, simon's simon. gonna text me <laughs> simon what up dog no I'm I'm one of my clients who's... it's always like who like people it? I would never expect to people listen to. People come out of the woodwork. That's with the blog too. <laughs> of like people I'll run into at like the grocery store in my hometown. They're like, "Oh my god, I love your blog!" And I'm like, "Oh Whoa. my god, you read my blog." So there's a new there's a new yoga teacher at Core Power, mm-hmm. and she came to introduce herself to me, and she was like, "Okay, this is really weird, <laughs> but I've been following you for a couple of years." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> it was so strange to me, and she's like, "I." 
Love you. I have a funny story. I have a funny story to tell you. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, this is so incredibly awkward Ah. for me, but thank you. That's so kind. I have a funny story to tell you after about like mutual connections we have that I just realized. I'll tell you that after. Cool. Um, Okay, so we're going to go into some speed round questions. Okay. First thing that comes to mind. Okay. What's your favorite junk food? I feel like I eat a lot of junk. People are like probably shy. I eat a lot of junk food. Um, guilty pleasure would probably be like French fries hey, and the yeah. vegan cheesecake from Peace Food Cafe. <gasps> oh. oh my goodness! <laughs> I have not been to Peace Food Cafe in so long. I love they're... across the street, and it's like why I can't move. Oh my god! Their desserts, oh, their pastry the best chef thing ever. knows what's. Up. Vegan what? strawberry cheesecake. Like, oh get it God. and just crack. It doesn't like, taste like fake cheesecake. I'm, it tastes my, like oh Jeremy, cheesecake. like, despises all vegan food. Like, he, I cannot get him to go to a vegan restaurant. But every so often, we'll be at Peace Food. We're like, oh, yeah, I'll get the cheesecake. Yo, Peace Food just, oh will gosh. fuck up oh, people that so diss good. on vegan food. It's we so good. We haven't been there in so long. And I was thinking, because my mom, my mom was just here, mm-hmm. and we've been with her the last couple times, and we didn't go. I can't remember the last time I went. But I got you. Wait for your. Was it your twenty fifth birthday? It was my twenty fifth. For Alex's twenty fifth birthday, favorite. I was gone. Mm-hmm. I, have to, awesome. I haven't tried that because I get hooked on one dessert of theirs, and yeah. then it was first the peanut butter cheesecake for mm-hmm. me, and then I was into the shortbread cookies mm-hmm. and their like little crumb pie things. Uh, but now it's like the strawberry cheesecake is my life. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there for about a week and a half when I first moved here. No, I- um, yeah, because I came from teaching and serving in mm-hmm. undergrad and then came here and assumed I would just do yeah. the same. Um, but then t- didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I got hired there and the owner and the GM like mm-hmm. did not communicate with each other. So she had told me, the GM said like, I can give you these shifts, okay. but the owner had already given yeah. those shifts to someone uh, else. And so then they were like, oh, we don't have room for you anymore. Bye. <laughs> Which actually was fine because then at the same time I got hired full time at my, um, the dance studio that I was yeah. interning at. So it worked out. It worked out. But that week and a half was amazing. Oh my God. It must have been the best <laughs> food week and a half of your it life. It was so great Ooh. because then there's, you know, so, oh, Anyway, I've like tried. <laughs> She's having a moment menu. over there. It was it was it's good. It's my favorite place. Um, okay, what's your favorite healthy snack? Um, favorite healthy snack. I really like bananas. I feel like I always mm. forget how good a banana is. Mm. Yeah. Um, I also am like a five year old and snack every three hours, so I always have <laughs> cashews on me, yeah, me and they have like the teeny tiny packets of cashews at like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. Mm. So yeah. I always make sure I have one of those on me in case I get hungry. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, you sound like Alex. Uh, what's your favorite way to fitness? Favorite way to fitness. I go through different phases. Yeah. And right now, oddly enough, I'm in like a bar phase of my life, which I never thought that I would ever be in a bar phase. But I think because teaching, I teach in a hot yoga room. It's always 90 degrees in all the classes I teach. And um, I really need to do a workout that's like not heated and not going to destroy my body Yeah. in a similar way. So I've really been liking bar because it is low impact because it's so different from the classes in which I demo and teach sure so I've been liking that a lot um and I also go to a lot of yoga because I get free yoga classes <laughs> and it's pretty bomb yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what's your f- favorite athletic brand to wear um I mean I'm like a total lululemon girl I feel like yeah. it's your so, lemon drop uh, it's like so cliche and basic <laughs> to say a but great, I will a great brand. I will say I've like gotten stuff of theirs from like the end of college when I was just starting to like yeah. get real workout clothes that yeah. weren't like Sophie's and oversized shirts and I still have some of that stuff right, right, right. like yeah. their stuff yeah, I, I found really last and yeah. can withhold 
being washed once a week and being disgusting from when I teach. Yeah. So I feel like I stick by them because it fits me well for my body type yeah. and it lasts. Yeah. So, and the instructor discount doesn't suck. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, I've never bought myself a Lululemon anything. Really? I'm always I buying have it for either... ah. Not always. You've bought me a couple of things. Sorry. But I... What I meant to say was when you do get a new item of Lulu, usually it's a gift Ah. from your husband. That and or... She's the fucking fact checker (laughs) of the century. God damn it. Gotta be specific. Well, you can't even give me that. Corey. Ah. (laughs) Thank you so much for buying me all of my Lulu. But no, tell her how you got the rest of them. Um, I either have... I've done a couple of... (laughs) She raids um, the lost and found... (laughs) Oh wait! I did know this about you. I think you told me this. I was gonna. I was gonna get to that. She's a lost and found raider of the lost and found. I will only take if someone's like, okay, we have we. This has been here for too long. We're dumping it. And if it's in my size and it's nice, I will take it home Ah. and wash it. I have no shame in that. I do. It's gonna go in the trash. Might as well go on the legs. I I couldn't Ah. agree with you more. Raiders of the lost and found. Raider of the lost and found. I will never take anything out that is not about to be thrown away. And if clothes have been in there for I think a I remember two, you telling me about that. No pride. There no shame. No shame. No. Wow. Anyway, but the more I, you know. And I also have done like I d- did for Core Power um a th- an event in the window and, and they, they gifted the... me things or oh, I've being done gifted other events. Best. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Word. Um what is your favorite app on your phone? Um favorite i mean the most used is definitely instagram yeah doesn't have to be, everyone's answer doesn't have to be most i mean used. that's what yeah, I, it's the best it's the i best think one. i was telling you about on um this week oh yeah that actually i think is my favorite app on my phone so yeah. it's a instagram planning app if you're like not an instagrammer person you're probably like i don't give two shits about this but mm-hmm. if you are that kind of person it lets you visualize your grid which i like to do because i color code it and it also lets you see peak times to post and just like general analytics about your Instagram that Instagram doesn't give you some of that info. Cool. It's free. Nice. And That's I think great. it's like the actual app I like the most as far as – I'm like not a game player mm. on my phone or any of that stuff. I feel like I use my phone – also, my podcast app. I guess that would be the other hey, one. <laughs> me too. I use that's, that's my second I, most used. That's like the, that's probably yeah. my second most used. Yeah, I would that's say my second most used. Podcast and um, Spotify are like. Oh yeah, I feel like I forget that that's an app. I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah. do. I clearly use Spotify. And I a lot. pay for yeah. that. It is. Like, I, I pay for that and it. I teach for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Um, what was the last television show that you binge watched? Um, I heard you ask this question on other podcast episodes. So I was thinking, I I've, I've been like on binging spree recently. Okay. Um, I watched on the plane ride back. I was just in LA. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh my god! Phenomenal. Oh yeah. When I realized it was on the plane, Love I was like, "This is gonna be the best flight to Dude. LA ever." So I watched the first four episodes on it's the way there. So good. Final four on the way back. Oh my god! Phenom. Like, can't even recommend it enough. That show. I mean, for for from like where I'm sitting and standpoint, it's like, it's. I so think it's good. one of the best made shows out there. The writing is so good. It's like everyone's the characters phenomenal. are so good. 
I have friends who were extras in it, so it was like I mean, fun Rachel to see. Brosnahan went to Tisch, graduated my year. Oh wow! So like, yeah, one a girl I stage managed a show she was in is like best friends with her. That's so crazy. like, it blows my mind to like see her blowing up, and I'm yeah. like, I probably had a theater studies class with her, and I don't even right. realize it. And she, yeah, no, she's she's incredible. She's, I say like, everyone's phenomenal. Yeah, but even Great like the job. camera work and like the production value, I was like, this is like you feel like you're in old school New it's York. It's delightful to watch. Yeah, it's really really pretty. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I just re we just rewatched with Alex's mom. Oh, sorry, Stranger sorry. Things. I so I'm scared of everything. Okay, oh, and I am too. Jeremy and I tried to watch it, and then I was like, I don't know. Can we just watch a comedy again? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever do eyeball washing after you watch something scary? Where What's you like that? have to so Oh, eyeball- where you like rinse it out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm like, wait, I've definitely done yeah. that. I didn't know that's what it's called. No, yeah. yeah, it's called eyeball washing. It's like going to go I like watch friends after something right, scary. Right, right. It's just like scary. mindless. So that it gets it out of your head. Yeah, yeah, otherwise you stop. Yeah. She was really afraid of Stranger Things, and I was like, it's not It's not like yeah. scary. It's not like scary, scary. Sorry, I had to um take care of cats. Um Love Marvelous Mrs. So Maisel. Good. I can't wait for season two. She's wonderful. That show is just beautiful to watch. Yeah. I think I could be entertained not even with the sound, just watching it. <laughs> it was it was a great plane watch. Like, I feel like certain things yeah. are, like, really yeah. excellent to watch on a plane. And, like, I was literally so hyped to fly home just to watch it. The yeah. I was, like, gonna watch the four episodes, and yeah. then I'll take my yeah. entire flight home. I yeah. also was very fearful to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. But... It, uh, he had already seen it, and okay. so then watching it with him, I would be like, oh, "Okay, what's gonna happen? I don't want to look." What is he doing? What is he doing? Right. What is he doing? What is he doing? Su- it's more fingers. suspense than scary. Okay, I think give it a shot, but definitely okay. sometimes have the to. Kids eyeball are so rinse. cute. It's real. It is really good. I think we literally watched one episode, and that was it. Oh yeah, yeah. and then we probably watched some other comedy show. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, okay, just couple more. Um, what is a, your favorite date that you've ever been on or like, what's a date, date, a a good date idea? Um, I mean, I feel like we don't go on dates cause like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like because we're like visiting each other Mm -hmm. and because I don't really cook and he doesn't really cook. Mm -hmm. We're just like always going out to food together. Um, I mean, something we really love doing is seeing theater together. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I still love seeing theater. He saw a ton of theater growing up and, like, genuinely enjoys going to see shows. So, for me, like, our perfect Saturday night is, like, dinner and then oh, show. go to Times Square to oh, see a show. that's awesome. So, and that's, that's awesome. something we would get to do fairly often. Oh, Have wow. you seen Dear Evan Hansen? Okay. <laughs> I, I saw it I off Broadway, it. Oh. and I don't love it, which is oh. a very unpopular opinion. Yeah. It might have been, like, when I saw it that, like, someone recently had passed away, so it was just, like, yeah. not the time to see that show. Mm. It didn't do it for me. Interesting. Oh, okay. I recently discovered the soundtrack, have been obsessed with yeah. the soundtrack, and now I can't freaking. I want to see it, it again with, like, a fresher state of mind, yeah. and, like, yeah, it was just, like, not the week to see it, but... I don't know. And, like, I wanted to I'm sure it's also it. different seeing it from going from off-Broadway. Yeah. I've that. heard it's very similar. And it was at... The way it was done off-Broadway was, like, definitely, like, a fully realized production. Mm. I was just talking with my friend, because um, the guy who I went to go visit in L.A. was who I went to go see it with. And we were, like, discussing our, like, meh. Like, we left that being, like, yeah. it's good, but they'd have to, like, do a lot in order to transfer it. And then, like, a week later, they're, like, best show ever. It's going to transfer <laughs> Um, oh. So I definitely want to see it again. Um, Jeremy hasn't seen it, so it's like, we should see it. I don't want to yeah. spend a lot of money to see yeah. it. Um, but it's like something I'm like, oh, I should like try to look up the worst seats in the house to 
yeah. go it in with like a fresher mind yeah. to see it. Yeah. I have a, a client of mine who's uh, Charlie, who I talked about earlier. He's doing a, um, he is doing a, re- not a revival. They did it in New Jersey a while back, but it's called Be More Chill. I, okay, I've been following Joe Iconis since freshman year of college. Oh, wow. Over winter break, my friend, like, I am to me being like, have you heard of this guy, Joe Iconis? And like, yeah. got me hooked on his music. I've been following his career for yeah. 10 years now. And I feel like like a proud Jewish mama that like, <laughs> he is like having, I'm, it's phenomenal. It's I saw got it so pan- It got so critically panned it's, and like this I think it's like so online good. community. Yeah, so we I just mean, did a new recording of um, two-player game. Okay, amazing. Yeah, Charlie's amazing. Uh, so Charlie is the he does all the arrangements. Okay, so he's doing all the musical arrangements. Yes, so. I've been following that show. I like downloaded it way back yeah. when. I've been following Joe Iconis forever. Oh, that's, so that's like yeah. I'm so hyped for it. Um, what's his name? That's playing uh, George Salazar. George Salazar. George oh, Salaz- yeah, so George so Salazar. We did. That's the viral video that we did. Was with oh no. George Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that video. Yes, the, I've seen he, that video. Were you playing the video game? Yes. Yeah, that's... I've seen that video. Yeah, that's, that's my company. We made that. Yes, I... Okay, cool. Because I follow all those people. Yeah, like, that's awesome. This well, is my, like, theater community. It's so world. funny. The girl that edited it, uh, Shelby, who's one a part of uh, Hallelujah, she's like, oh, my God. I had no idea Charlie Rosen was involved with Be More Chill. It's, ah. like, my favorite fucking show. It's a great show. Ever oh. seen. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to get some Coming to Broadway. Come on, Charlie Rosen. February, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for that. They're about to shut it down Get emotional thinking about that. Johnny Connors could win, could win a Tony. Yeah, he could. Like I would cry hysterically. Aww. I don't even know him. Literally never met <laughs> yeah. him. I've just been following him. No, I'm excited. On the social I, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for Charlie. Couldn't happen. Like, and 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 the whole the whole crew is like, they're all so nice. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten to meet a bunch of them. It's it's very very exciting. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I want to get Charlie in here just because he he is like next level. Like he. I mean, the arrangements are actually he's phenomenal. Fucking that unbelievable. He's like a little wizard. <laughs> like he's just like I was watching him interact with someone who was playing. Um, oh, what is it called? The An accordion. Uh, accordion. And he's like, uh, can we get like less piccolo and more whatever the other four <laughs> instruments of it are on there? He's like, actually, no, keep the piccolo, lose this. Uh, play it in a concert B flat major, and you're like, like, <laughs> like it, it literally sounds like they're speaking French. And it, but he's so cool. Like I love hanging out with him. But yeah, I maybe I mean shoot, if I get tickets, maybe we can uh, do a double date double or something. Date. That'd be fun. Oh my god, that'd be phenomenal. See if I can I'm so excited tickets. for that show. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, conversation with anyone uh, living or dead. Who would you have a conversation with? Conversation anyone living or dead. Um. That's a hard one. That's always a hard one. Like, my brain goes to, like, Ellen DeGeneres just because I think she's amazing and would be fun to talk to. Yeah. Or, like, kind of like a Michelle Obama type of just, like, Mm. my bet is just, like, a beacon of wisdom to chat with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm not, like, a very, like, I want to meet my heroes kind of person. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, never have very, anything very interesting to say. Oh, come on. Like, I feel like I just, like, am silent if I, like, meet someone that I highly <laughs> admire and I, like, forget anything specific to be, like, yeah. I liked this that you did. Like, yeah. I, like, feel like I'm just useless when I meet people yeah. <laughs> of remote fame. No, no. I mean, we were at Jimmy Fallon once and he asked the audience a question. It was dead silent. He was like, does anyone want to ask me anything? Just silence, and I was like, uh, "Where would you go to dinner in Brooklyn?" And he's like, "Oh, so, hey man, hey man, this is a great question." That's, I feel like I never have questions for like those portions of yeah. talkbacks or anything. No, I'm it was always cool. like, 
I'm nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, see you yeah. experience, but I have nothing right. specific to ask. <laughs> well, maybe it would just be, like, more time. So if you, like, got to spend a weekend with Michelle Obama somewhere, you might, like, want to. Like, yeah. She goes to Soul Cycle. She could, like, take yeah. me on her workout Dude, classes. she's so fucking awesome. We'd have a great time. Could yeah. you imagine if you were teaching and Michelle so, Obama walked in? Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Solid Core, which just opened in New York City, I, like, had met the owner of it. And in D.C., Michelle Obama used to go there. Oh she's like, gosh. yeah, I've, like, taught Michelle Obama. And I'm like, That's how have you like taken a nuts. shower? Like, how do you like, well, <laughs> Lady Gaga used to go to Soul Cycle, and I'm like, how do you like process that? Yeah. Oh I mean, I had like a sort of famous Broadway person who like regular people wouldn't know, but like I know her yeah. in my class one time, and I was like, oh. That's crazy. And like yeah. that I like flipped out about. I feel like vaguely famous people come to Core Power sometimes. At yeah. Y7. Yeah. I've never had yeah. any of the famous people at Y7. Should sure, they go to like, Bryant Park a lot too? Like or like that location? I haven't heard of any yet, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it's coming. Cool. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, go through um, most embarrassing yeah, let's... first. You want to do most embarrassing first? Or... Yeah, sure. Um, um, what you got? What you it's got? actually not necessarily embarrassing but i disgusted myself today mm. <laughs> so i was more disgusting than lost and found lululemon pants yeah. yeah that is not disgusting i washed them so they're <laughs> clean now um i was working at the, the studio this morning and someone paid cash for something and she had a hundred dollar bill and spent like 30 like less than 30 dollars so i had to count so much change for her because we didn't have we had mainly ones, so I was touching a lot of money, and then later... You ate a muffin? No, but I was eating, and I accidentally licked my finger before washing my hands, <laughs> and as soon as my tongue hit my finger, I was like, oh, oh my like, god, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I really am mad at myself. Oh, no. Yeah. I fell going up the stairs with my bike on the subway yesterday. That was embarrassing. You fell going. I up fell going. Time. I was like oh, walking with like my like bike tripped. and I fell and like full rush hour, like ate shit. Uh, what happened to your bike? Did it fall down? No, it was fine. I had it on my back. I was like, well, like I, I got like, this. Sorry, everyone. I <laughs> Just learned how to walk. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um. So yeah, that I don't. You know, that was kind of embarrassing. So, but um, I mean, I'll never see any of those people ever again. True. So, oh, too bad. <laughs> true. True. Um, if you don't have anything embarrassing from this week, um, like I mean, I feel like my entire life is embarrassing because <laughs> when I teach, I like don't know my rights from my lefts. I like full out forget names of poses that I know mm. 100%. Um, but I think the most embarrassing was the fact that I took the wrong subway to get here today. Oh. And I had one of those like, oh. like you've lived here for 10 years, Kayla. Yeah. Like, you know better than this. And it was literally because I was like writing an Instagram caption and I was like listening to a podcast at the same time. So I just like took whatever subway arrived. Yeah. And then I like, oh, yeah. we're like on the subway for like a good five minutes and I look up and I'm like this is not the subway internet subway surfing is a real thing like you're like oh I was supposed to get off the 14th I'm at I'm at 57th I think this is weird I was thinking because I'm like I go to a lot of the same places on the subway like that I'm like kind of on autopilot yeah, of like 100%. going from yeah. my apartment to core power like yeah you I, sleep. it's just like oh I wouldn't get on the wrong way because it's just like so obvious the way I would get there yeah but today it was like the I haven't like gone somewhere new in a while yeah. and I was like I just like look up and I was like you are not the train I wanted yeah. to get on <laughs> wait up and I was Hold just up. like those moments of like you can live in New York as long as yeah. forever I know still like have yeah. those moments of, like, especially since you live off the L the L yeah there's only the L there. exactly and if you're on the FM you have 
have to pay attention. Yeah, I got on an <laughs> F when I really wanted an M. And I, like, knew I wanted the M, too. Yeah, so I had that, like... And then you have the awkward moment of, like, looking up and being like, this oh, isn't where I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That oh, was man. my um, dumb moment of the day. Funniest thing that happened this week? Anyone want to go? Yeah. What um, <laughs> When we were... Um, we were getting into bed and we were having a semi-serious conversation and I heard this noise and we both stopped and looked at each other and I couldn't tell what the noise was and you lifted, you lifted up the covers and you ripped our sheets. Oh yeah. <laughs> like there's a big hole in Yo, our sheets a gigantic, now. I don't know how it happened. I think it had a hangnail or something. <laughs> no, I don't think it could have been a hangnail. Maybe. I think it was, I'm pretty, because I told you that I thought I heard it ripped the night himself. before. I thought I heard it rip the night before. I was like, that couldn't have been me ripping the sheet. Uh, I but thought it was there something is like a you had literal, like, like your, well, because you were moving four your foot, foot down ripping our sheets. the bed. And so I assumed yeah. that, like, oh, a that part is, of your body yeah. got caught in and then you didn't realize it. But the noise, I was like, uh, yeah, what the really fuck funny. was that? Yeah. And so we both kind of erupted into laughter. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, that was mine too. That was really funny. You're a big fat liar. I know, for real. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What made you laugh? This I've week? been like thinking about this all week, <laughs> and I'm gonna go a week and a half ago. I feel like because I spent all day alone or at the yoga studio, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I like not not that nothing funny happens to me, but like most of my time is spent on my computer at my desk. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, but I went to Disneyland last week while I was in LA with my best friend, oh, and fun. he and I have gone to Disneyland together a lot of times at this yeah. point. And, like, so we kind of have our formula method, and he hates the animatronics. Like, he doesn't like It's, it's a, a Small, small World, world. Yeah. or Splash Mountain. Yeah. Like, I'm to go on both of them. I don't know how. And we're on uh, It's a Small World, and he we went trick-or-treating because it was Disneyland Halloween. Oh, fun. And he's just, like, going through his trick-or-treating bag. He's like, this is a great ride to eat a snack on. And I just thought it was the funniest thing yeah, that, like, like, he's just, like, sitting, and we're, like, we literally went on It's a Small World so we could, like, take a snack break oh, in the middle God. of our ride. And I'm, like, shocked that he went on that ride with me because he literally never will yeah. um i could talk about disneyland exploration methodology all day <laughs> alex had a, alex got me season passes one year and we went I like sh- a million times i, I at this point 17 minute bike ride away. i usually go maybe twice a year now there's been a couple years if i went three times i was like i should have gotten the season pass i just never know if i'm gonna go to sure yeah. la that yeah. many times in a year but yeah. my friends lived in la for eight years now every time i visit yeah, we go it's, awesome. yeah. it's just like an assumption of like yeah when are we going to what day is disneyland yeah so yeah, cool. it's my happy place. Yeah, it was really nice to live super close and have a season pass because there was that's times where dream. we would go for two rides and then yeah, leave. that's or the thing. a couple an hour. You could just like go to downtown Disney eat and like ride your yeah. one favorite ride. I, I remember totally one time we snuck some booze in and just people watched for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean it's good people. Watch. Yo, it's, it's a lot crazy. of parents. You know when the parent is like at their last, yeah. like they just are so mad at their kids. Yeah, and I was thinking because I went to. I grew up in New York, so we went to Disney World, World yeah. more yeah, often, sure. and we, like, did two Disneyland trips just to, like, experience the other one. Right. I don't know, there's probably some reason we really went to California, but we went to Disneyland. And I don't ever remember my parents, like, losing it with right. us. Yeah. And I think maybe because my brother and I were, like, such Disney kids that we, like, were not whiny, but, like, <laughs> I love watching the parents at the oh, point where they're just, like over it with their kids and the kid yeah. is like dragging or, and they're uh, screaming or when they're fighting like, oh. with each other oh yeah dude there was one time we were walking out i will never fucking forget this we we're like walking out and this like there's a dad legit pushing a kid who could like was not cognitive nah. like the child couldn't speak it was mush and i was like and the woman's like well 
great job fucking ruining the day. You ruined the day for him. And I'm like looking and I was like, whoa, like that's some next level crazy. That's some next level crazy right there. But yeah, I mean, people watching it. I mean, it's, it should be an, like a listed attraction. I know. I mean, Sit I love people watching watch people anywhere. be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and I, like in our years of Disney, have overheard the most ridiculous things at Disney. Sorry, I'm laughing at Jude. He's giving me the most evil stare. He's so hungry right now. And I turned over and just he was just hatred. like... He's mad. He's mad at us. Uh, <laughs> we can wrap this thing up. If people Sorry. want to find you, where can they find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Kayla Kleinman, K-A-Y-L-A. K-L-E-I-N-M-A-N. And my blog is Kayla in the City. Cool. And that's KaylaInTheCity.com. Yep, yep. Awesome. Yum, yum. Uh, you can find me at Corey underscore Lauren on Instagram at C-O-R-E-Y underscore L-O-R-E-N. And wife, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram, DancingGingerAlex, or on my website, DancingGinger.com. Awesome. Very cool. Kayla, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. It's been, a, been, a, been an absolute pleasure to have you. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 <laughs> I'm stealing conversation, it's about